Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. That cold case you're listening to? Nasty stuff. But you know what else is a crime? Missing even a moment of whatever you're doing to go on a drink run. Luckily, there's Drizzly, the number one app for alcohol delivery. With Drizzly, you can compare prices on the biggest selection of beer, wine, and spirits, then get them delivered in under 60 minutes. So download the Drizzly app or go to drizzly.com. That's D-R-I-Z-L-Y.com today. This is Michael Wilson of Queensryche, and you're listening to the Cobras and Fire podcast. You're listening to the Cobras and Fire podcast, part of the Decibel Geek podcast network, featuring special guest from Queensryche, guitarist Michael Wilton. Michael Wilton of Queensryche. Uh, they have a brand new, uh, brand spanking new album coming out called The Verdict. About, it's available everywhere on Frontiers Records. Uh, your friends call you Whip, yes? Oh, they do, yeah. It's, uh, yeah, are really happy with uh, the release of The Verdict. Um, it's our 15th album and uh, um, came out on March 1st. Century Music Records, Sony Red. And uh, we're doing uh, the 2019 Verdict Tour right now. You're in the. You've for, already started, uh, yes. Yeah, we we started uh, the end of February, and uh, 
you know, been playing songs from the verdict, um, as well as, you know, the hits from the legacy area area. And, uh, um, you know, it's, uh, it's a great new show, great new stage show. And, um, you know, it's, people are just, you know, absorbing the new material and loving it. So, um, it's really great to be out here promoting the verdict. Right on. I, I, I was very impressed with the record. Um, kind of dissected a little bit over the weekend in preparation for this. Uh, well done. Thank you very much. Yeah. I mean, a lot of thought and preparation went into this album and, and we're really happy with it. Uh, well, I, I got obviously I got some thoughts on that. We'll get into, but um, we have a bit on our show where we let the listeners pick the beer we drink on on, on an episode. You have your own beer, Whip Ale. Uh, how did that come about? Oh, yeah, you, you, that's right. You guys are connoisseurs of the nectar. Yeah, um, <laughs> we, uh, you know, I've, I've, it was a promotional item that I did that, uh, you know, that was uh, my recipe. You know that that you know it was patterned after the beers that I like. And, uh, so, um, you know, and it was just done as a promotional thing, but lo and behold, it actually turned out to taste pretty good. So, <laughs> um, you know, I rolled with it and, uh, I, I've been doing contract brewing, you know, for about five or six years. And, you know, it's sometimes it's, uh, you know, I have periods like right now where I'm not doing it obviously because I'm too busy with Queensryche, but yeah, you know, my, my beer's a, you know, a pale ale. Um, and, uh, my co-host would like that then. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, to each his own. I I was looking on your website today. I happen to live in, I'm not in one of the 28 states that it can be shipped to. I'm in Minnesota. So uh, maybe we can figure something out there down the road, but, uh, um, you know, I, I do find it fascinating, you know, because, um, like, you know, I've, like Charlie Benanti from Anthrax has his own coffee, as does Dave Ellison. You know, Metallica just did a short run beer. Megadeth has done a beer. Uh, it's kind of neat. What well, your own uh, former singer has his own wine. Uh, um, it, <laughs> how, how do you get into this? I mean, uh, you know, it, it's it's just a you know something fun to do. You know, <laughs> but as anyone knows, you know, in 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 the uh, the beverage consuming business, it's, it's a lot of hard work. You yeah. Know? You got to spend a lot of time if you're going to be successful with it. So, um, you know, that's, uh, uh, you know, it's, let's face it. It's, it's competitive and cutthroat, you know, mm-hmm. and, um, you know, to get your, your, your beer or wine, you know, put on the shelves, it's, uh, you know, it's one has to have a lot of diligence and patience and, and, uh, you know, uh, time and money. <laughs> All right, fair enough. Uh, well, hopefully, eventually, I'll track one down. The guy I do the show with is in Colorado. Maybe he can get one, um, and yeah. we'll uh, we'll uh, review it on the show. Uh, but uh, you know, while I was, I've, got, I've gotten I've gotten pretty good reviews online. Yeah. You know, um, you know out out of five stars, I usually get like three and a half to four. You know, right. and I thought I thought that was respectable. <laughs> okay. yeah. yeah. Comments were good. You know. But, you know, a few, a few guys were, you know, kind of going, well, maybe he should just stick to guitar playing. You know? like, <laughs> hey, at least it's a beer. It's, it's it's rock and roll. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. But, you know, fan, you know, beer fans are, you know, are harsh. They're critical, you know, and very opinionated. And they, <laughs> it's like, doesn't matter who you are. If you don't like your beer, watch out. <laughs> well, if they didn't like the first one, have five more and then see how they feel. But. <laughs> 
when I was uh, getting ready for this interview, it kind of dawned on me that uh, with the changes and everything in the in the band the last seven years, you've sort of become the face of the band. Is that something? Would you agree with that? Do you embrace that? Uh, well, you know, it's it's just that we're really trying to stay current and uh, you know evolving with each album, and you know you you uh, um, you, you gotta as you say, keep your face in the media. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, it's, that's, that's the way it's, you know, it's, it's the, the age of instant gratification, entitlement. And, uh, you know, um, you, you, uh, you got to keep putting new news out, you know, <laughs> like mm-hmm. every, every week, every two weeks, you know, and it's, it's, it's something that, uh, as you do, you know, you, uh, yeah, you you know you get your image out there uh, quite a bit, you know, and, and lots of people are on, the, on those media sites. So yeah, it's a uh, it's it's necessary. Yeah, I, I noticed you said necessary and not fun. <laughs> <laughs> you, you weren't looking forward to this today. Huh? <laughs> Who the fuck wow, am I talking man, to? He's, he's he's going. Oh, all right, let's. Let's mail him on his beer. Yeah. Oh, hey, man. I, I like to open with something light, kind of get set the mood a little bit. Uh, keep keep things friendly, you know what I mean? Uh, I, I did. I actually interviewed Charlie Benante about a year ago, and the first 10 minutes of the interview was just talking about his coffee. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> whatever. Queensryche kind of came up in that that whole 80s scene there. One thing that, that was unique is that you guys were from Seattle. I, I, right. What was it like being a band from the Seattle? area when grunge hit and and kind of beat you you you, fairly or unfairly you were kind of a band kind of tied more to that a a lot of those bands from the 80s that that took a hit from it well i mean you know the grunge thing happened pretty much in the the mid late 90s so we had already you know gone through that whole uh, early 90s explosion of you know rock videos on mtv and, and uh um you know the lots of uh you know record companies selling tons of cds and albums and everything it was a glorious time you know Mm -hmm. the whole uh um i remember i think we were touring in around 96 97 and that's that's kind of when it it all hit right and it was you know it's like it it just kind of goes in cycles right you get a new crop of uh of a new generation coming in and they want their own thing, you know? So, so, um, you know, and for us, you know, it's, it's like we never fit into any really, you know, concrete genre and we weren't a band that was, you know, on any trends. So that's true. We were kind of, we were kind of, you know, oblivious to it all. (laughs) And we just kept doing what we were doing. And, uh, lo and behold look at us today we're still going strong you know and it's yeah. uh, and i think it's just because Queensryche music is 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 unique and it's it's just it has its place and it's you know obviously uh for the most part it, it can be timeless yeah i mean music has that unique ability to uh, that i don't even think you even get with movies where a, a certain song or, or a record can kind of take you back mentally for a minute to to a a, a period of your life Exactly, you know, and it's and it's so great when you play songs, you know, like um, Empire or Jet City Woman or Silent Lucidity, you know, and and you just see the looks on the fans' <laughs> faces, you know, it's just it's taking them back somewhere, you know, some 
some great, you know, memories or, you know, it's just, um, you know, it's, it's so great to see that. And, uh, you know, it, it doesn't, you know, you, you, we have pockets of fans, you know, that are from different decades, you know, that have their favorite albums and favorite songs. It's, it's really cool, you know, and now we have, you know, this, this, uh, rendition of Queensryche is seven years strong and we have new audiences, you know, coming mm-hmm. to the shows and supporting the band and just growing into the music and, and, uh, um, you know, for us, it's just, you know, we're just keeping the evolution going and uh, we're, we're really in a great place right now. Right on. Um, let me ask you, is it true that when you guys recorded the first Mind Crime record, you actually isolated during the entire writing? Like you just got away from everything, didn't listen to TV or radio or anything like that? Well, that's kind of, you know, how you have to do it. You know, you don't want to be influenced by... Um, trends you know certain trends you know trying to jump on a a trend um you know you just gotta sequester yourself into your you know your your room with one light (laughs) and and and, uh you know concentrate on what you what you believe in and and uh you know construct it and build it and you know that's that's kind of you know something that was supported by our record company and our management, you know, they gave the green light and, uh, you know, we went for it and it was, you know, look, as you know, today, it's like many fans favorites. Of course. I mean, it's an amazing record, not to spend too much time on it, but did you, um, at any point during the recording, did it become apparent that you were making this band defining kind of timeless classic? Um, not really. Really? You, 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 you 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 know these 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 ideas and these songs become your babies right you know they're and uh you know you understand them and you think they're really cool but you have no idea how anybody else is going to react to them mm-hmm. um so you know it's 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 so subjective sometimes and you know it's it's uh for an artist you know that that can be you know, a danger because you get, you get married to the demo and you get married to uh, a certain way, uh, you know, the, the song is, is being constructed and, and, uh, but, you know, you just look, you know, the ideas come, the inspiration comes, you throw it against the wall. If it sticks, you build it, you know? Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, when, when you're, you know, every song that, you know, you're, you're putting on this album is, is thought out, you know, and you're putting everything into it. So of course you're, you're going to like it for what it is. You don't know if it's going to be popular. Sure. I mean, if I recall correctly too, that album was a little bit of a slow grow off uh, right out of release. And it, 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 it really started to pick up steam. I don't know. I can't remember the exact timeline, but it, it blew up much later than the release date, didn't it? Exactly. You know, it was, it was, you know, released um and uh it wasn't until mtv picked it up and you know the eyes of a stranger video mm-hmm. um that uh all of a sudden you know it took off in sales and uh you know we got the uh the metallica and justice for all tour and, and <laughs> things just started for us you know and it, i think and, i uh, saw your last date on that tour did they drop some ping pong balls on you yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. There's there's always that kind of kind of talk, 
yeah, that all that there's always tomfoolery and, and that kind of a thing <laughs> happening, you know. Uh, um, but you know, we had a great time with those guys. They're they're awesome. Cool. Um, when DeGarmo, Chris DeGarmo, the guitarist, left, uh, did. Uh, how did that affect you being the other guitar player in the band? Was this, was it going to be like a more of a pressure situation where you felt you had to deliver more? Was it not that big a deal? How did you feel at the time? Um, well, you had a, a you know a serious uh, uh, one has a serious think of of what are you going to do next yeah. <laughs> when that happens, you know, and it's like um, my my guitar partner buddy decides he wants to fly airplanes, you know. Um, well, you that know, there, old there story. Was some, there was, there was, yeah, yeah, it happens to everybody, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, but you know, it was, it was obviously, you know, it's, it's like you had to consider. Okay, obviously, you know, emotionally, it was, it was pretty tough. But you know, the brain starts scheming and thinking of things of, of, of how to, uh, um, you know, go a different route and. Uh, Obviously, there was some experimentation and uh, uh, a lot of uncertainty and um, just uh, kind of had to throw it into the wind and see what happens, you know, is, is it, is, uh, mm-hmm. is, is there, you know, is there enough interest out there to, to have it continue? And we thought it, there was, and, and uh, so we continued and we were right. Yeah, okay. Uh, do you, do you have any relationship with Chris anymore or? Oh yeah. Okay. All the time. He's, he's always been a good friend. Um, we get together now and then we golf together, you know, and, and, uh, and he's uh, never had the itch to come back, huh? Um, no, he, he's, he's so busy with what he's doing. Okay. And, you know, I mean, he loves what we do. He loves Todd, you know, and, uh, um, and, uh, you know, and when, when we're on the golf course, he loves to, you know, hear the gossip and that's entertaining for him. So, um, but yeah, it's, he's done his thing and he's moved on. Well, that, I mean, it's good to hear that you guys still stay in touch though. Um, yeah, cause he really hasn't done anything musically. That's the only reason I asked. Um, I hope it's okay if I ask a couple questions about Jeff before we get into the new record. Um, uh, nothing too nefarious, but I had just some th- things that I thought were interesting. Do you mind if I get into that a little bit? Oh, you, you, you might get to a generalized answer. <laughs> okay. Yeah. You know what? Uh, if that's what I get, but that's what fair. I get. Uh, yeah. All right. Well, from the outside, it seemed like the internal friction with Jeff kind of like as a fan, you know, it, it seemed like looking back anyway, it seems like it was something that was kind of like it, it, it slowly got worse and worse. Is that that that's an accurate oh. statement? I can say that, you know, at, at that point in Queensryche's history, I think uh, in its present, you know, condition, it, it just ran out of steam. Um, you know, there was, everyone was burnt and, and uh, not really uh, happy with what the way things were going, you know, and it's, um, it's just like a business, you know, you got to, you got to redesign and rebuild yourself. And, and to do that, sometimes you have to take big chances. And I think that's the way we looked at it. Well, I remember, of course, the incident that everybody saw that blew up the Internet where, you know, he turned around and spit on Scott. I'm, I, I think it was about a month later you guys played Rocklahoma. And I, I just remember watching it and going, 
you could really sense the tension on the stage. If I, I, if I recall correctly, Jeff left while you guys were still playing, playing out uh, the last song of the night, um, and the band actually kind of hung out and did the bow without Jeff on stage. Was it over? I mean, was 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 it clear that you guys were going to make the the move without him at that point? Well, I mean, you see the 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 four of us taking a bow. Maybe that was kind of symbolic. I don't know. Yeah, that's what I'm wondering. Yeah, that's kind of where I'm going with this, Mike uh, or Michael. Uh, it it definitely seemed like it because it was very soon after I, I heard about uh, what was that uh, Rising West? Is that what you guys called that? Right. You know, okay. So it was, uh, it was. I just remember thinking. You know the whole incident with with the spitting, and then seeing this thing on at Rocklahoma actually play out in front of me, and just it just seemed like you guys really like it was a tense moment on stage. I didn't you know, see a lot as, of as as a as a business. You know, it, it's just it had run its course. You know, and it was time to rebuild. So all right, um, you know that that's that's you can't get much more than that. You know, it's. Um, and that was I'm not all because comment of on isolated incidents. You know, I'm Fair just going to say this is the way the 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 band was was headed, and it was time for a change. <laughs> you warned me; I might get some patented answers. Uh, <laughs> uh, well, I, hey, wouldn't be doing my job, but I had to give it a shot. Well, uh, let me ask you one last sort of Jeff Tate question. You know, Jeff did his own Queensryche record, Frequency Unknown. If, where should the fans slot that? Like, if they want to organize their CDs, uh, should <laughs> right in the middle of all that? Uh, I don't know. We, we consider okay. We consider the verdict the fifteenth album. Okay. <laughs> so, so there you go. All right. So the, the listener can take that advice however they want to. There. Uh, yeah, that album cover was something. Um. All right, so the the Rising West thing was that kind of like a uh, a test run to see how Todd would fit in the band? Yeah, I mean we um, we really wanted to uh, listen to the fans, and and they wanted to hear uh, uh, you know the old music that they grew up on, mm -hmm. and that was the whole thing about it was to to do a show and to um, you know see uh, how it could expand and and uh, you know. I mean, those two shows that we did in Seattle, I mean, we, we booked those within like two weeks and both of them were sold out. So if that was any kind of indication of, of you know, the, the response from the fans and, and uh, uh, you know, that, that obviously uh, uh, gave us, you know, ammunition and uh, um, we knew the, the, the fans were on our side. Right on. Um, Todd's a phenomenal singer. Uh, how important was it to have someone who could? Uh, I, I don't want to use mimic, but you know, I mean, he, he can he can do the Jeff Tate vocals and, and really deliver that show. Was that key that you still were able to maintain some of that Queensrÿche sound? Well, yeah, it's it's more of, of you know the integrity of the songs. You know, we we're, we want to uh, obviously perform the songs the way that people heard them. You know, okay. in the in the regular keys and and not, not change the arrangements, you know, and, and, uh, we wanted to, to, to respect history of the band and, um, and we're still doing that today, you know, and mm -hmm. that's, that's, that's kind of, uh, um, you know, when I go see other bands, I, I like to hear the music that, you know, that I purchased on the CD, you know? So, um, 
it's it's the same thing, you know, and it's uh, it's it's just a, a respect to the music, and that's what we do. Let me. Uh, um, well, first of all, let's talk about the verdict. I mean, it's a great, great fucking album, Mike. Did I lose you there? Yeah, pardon. Sorry. Oh, sorry. Uh, I, I have T Mobile. I have T Mobile, and it's not very reliable <laughs> right now. <laughs> I'll cut that part out. Well, let's talk about the verdict. Uh, it, this is a great fucking album, Michael. Uh, I, I digested it over the weekend, and I, I, I'm not going to lie. I kind of checked out on, on new music since, uh, um, I don't know, just before you, you guys broke with Jeff. Um, I, I'm going to have to reconsider that and check out the, the other records you did with uh, Todd, but my, this is you know a very current yet classic sounding Queensrÿche record. I don't know. I I, I enjoyed the hell out of it. I, the blood on the blood of the Levant. Am I saying that right? Levant. Levant. Thank you for for that. Blood go. on the Levant. Fucking killer. Yeah. Thank you. Um, you know, and and we're playing that live now, and it's, the fans love it. It's it it just it it mends with the old Queensrÿche and uh, uh, you know. This one is is really making a big splash for us. Another track that I got into the the track Light Years and Inside Out were probably the other two standout tracks for me on the first pass through, but I can tell it's a pretty strong record. Where as I listen to it more, my favorite might move around a little bit. Yeah, and that's that's kind of you know the general uh, uh, you know remarks that we're we're getting from you know the Queensrÿche fans is that you know just like. It's not just one song or it's not just that, you know, that they, they all have different favorites from the album, you know, and it's like every time they listen to it, they, you know, they have a new favorite song. So, um, you know, and that's a good sign because, you know, the more you listen to it, the more you digest it and the more you're going to hear things. And, and, uh, um, and, you know, like I said, you know, there's these songs were well thought out and, you know, they have depth like in the Queen's style of writing and, and, um, you know, thus you got the fans just, uh, you know, eating this album up. Yeah, I, no doubt. I mean, it, it definitely, if you're it, someone who, who, who's been a fan for a long time, I think this is an album that's going to draw them in for a lot of repeat listens. So um, all the best with that. Uh, you guys are among a bunch of bands that got caught up in this pled music, music mess. Um, do you have any idea what the hell happened? Pledge music, yeah, that was, uh, yeah, that was uh, a fiasco, <laughs> and it's still a fiasco. Yeah, um, I don't doubt it. Yeah, it's it's, um, you know, another road bump in, in our history. Yeah, that um, we're we're trying to work it out and trying to, uh, um, you know, they were supposed to fulfill a lot of fans, and and they they dropped the ball and. Um, yeah, and it's not just happening yeah. to you guys. There's a lot of bands dealing with this nonsense. Yeah, yeah, you know, it emptied, emptied, uh, <laughs> <laughs> emptied their, their accounts are empty. <laughs> and it's, uh, uh, you know, so, so we're, you know, we're slowly uh, trying to figure out what they're going to do. But in the meantime, we're trying to fulfill some yeah. orders and, and uh, you know, keep it, uh, you know, not forget about it, but we'll keep dealing with it. And, you know, and hopefully, uh, you know, everybody can somehow, you know, get refunded or, or, you know, get their problem resolved. And it's, but yeah, it it really sucks. And, you know, it's, it's, 
you know, I don't know where it's going to go legally, but you know, it's, it's a day to day thing and it's, and it keeps changing every day, but you know, I hope some people go down for this. Am I right in understanding that they're just supposed to collect money, right? There's, and then maybe get a little fee for that, but the then they kick it out when everything's collected. They're not supposed to be like, you know, fronting one investment with another one. I mean, I, I just can't imagine how the money's not there. Uh, yeah, well, that's that's the you know the billion dollar question, isn't it? Yeah. Well, good luck with that. I just uh, it, it it just sounds like such a mess. It's bad for the fans, you know, and it, it really puts the bands that are involved in such a tough position. So I don't envy you. Um, uh, hopefully, everything will get squared away. Yeah, that's what I hope. All right. But, um, yeah, it sucks for the fans, definitely. Yeah. Um, Todd played all the drums on this record. Uh, he's a pretty good drummer, it turns out. <laughs> Can you tell us uh, anything about Scott? Like, what's? Uh, it seemed like he took a hiatus. If I remember right, it was like to, for something with his family a couple years ago. But uh, is he? Will, will he? Will he be returning? Um, we don't know. You know, he 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 wanted to take some time off uh, from drumming, and uh, um, you know, he's gone down a, a, a different path. Uh, and you know, the door is always open, but you know, okay. we have, it's up to, it's up to him to, to decide if he wants to come back or not. So, but right now, you know, we're, we're granting him his privacy and, and leaving at that, you know, at that. So just a personal thing. It wasn't, uh, any type of falling out or nothing of that nature. Um, you know, it's, it's just when you're in a band for, you know, 35 plus years, you know, people change and, uh, you know, he's given it all for, for that long and he just needs some time off. So okay. we just respect that. Fair enough. Uh, you, we talked about it at the beginning. You are in the middle of the, you, you were just recently fired up the verdict tour, right? Yes. Yes. Where, where are you at right now? Uh, we're on our way to, uh, uh I think Cincinnati. Okay. We uh, just finished the East coast. Um, and, uh, so we're, you know, a third of the way done on this leg. Um, you know, we're, we're booked solid uh, through uh, 2019, and, and uh, they're starting to uh, book shows into 2020. And, you know, this is going to be a, a great album, you know, to tour off of. You know, you're a band with some history. What's the secret to putting new music into a set list? It's about the songs, really. It all comes down to it. You know, and uh, um, the quality of the songwriting, and the and you know, um, if you're going to play in Queens, right, you got to be a A plus, you know, musician and performer. So you got to be on your uh, your A game. Cool. Um, well, the tour runs like in, into April, correct? And then uh, I don't know. Are you? I assume you guys are probably hitting some festivals. Yeah, I mean, it's summertime is is a great time for festivals, and um, we're going to. Europe and we're going to be hitting uh, some big ones. We're hitting the Vakken Festival. Right on. You know, that, that can bring huge crowds in the Bloodstock in the UK and, you know, and some other ones um, in Belgium and, and uh, in other areas of Europe. So that's going to be really exciting and it's always great to, to revisit those um, festivals. And then I think, you know, there's, there's always a uh, 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 plans of doing a proper ground tour in Europe, and uh, I think that will happen later on in the year. Okay, 
Uh, yeah, you're playing um, just uh, in my neck of the woods here on Saturday. Uh, unfortunately, I'm uh, it's my wife's birthday party that night, so uh, I promise to catch you next time you come through. Though because I have seen you twice with Todd. He's you guys are amazing. Uh, the band sounds as good as ever um, from recent recollection, anyway. Well, well, thank you. You know, and and uh, um, you know, we we get obviously into you know this area is is you know hungry for hard rock and metal. So indeed, it's, it's uh, definitely uh, places that that we play all the time. So you'll you'll be able to catch us hopefully some other time when we're we're romping through there. No doubt. I mean, I, I've seen the band uh, several times over the course of your career. Uh, big fan, obviously. And uh, again, uh, the verdict is out everywhere. And I, th- I think I brain farted and said Frontiers. This is actually on Century Media. So my apologies for that. Uh, I just didn't read my notes. Apparently, I I'd thought I could just wing it. Um, but yeah, it's everywhere, right? I mean, they can just I- iTunes, uh, Amazon, if you like the physical copy. Are you? Is there a vinyl out? Yeah, there's vinyl. Um, you can check at centurymedia.com. Um, you know, they they have the vinyl. You know, I, I don't know where else is, is selling vinyl, but, um, you know, in, in that sense, I don't even know where. Yeah, I don't even know where you can buy CDs anymore. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> Do you have a CD of your new album? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um. And if people want to check out your beer, they go to michaelwilton.com. There's information there. If you live in one of the 28 states, if I re- if I understand it right, there's 28 states you can ship it to, correct? Exactly. You know, it's uh you know, with the alcohol laws, it's it's kind of tricky. Yeah. So. All right. Well, best of luck with that and the tour. And uh thank you so much for your time. Uh anything else you like to plug before we go? Yeah, I want to, you know, thank you personally for, you know, supporting Queensryche and uh you know, supporting live music and, and uh, um, you know, we're, we uh, really uh, appreciate it. So, uh, and like you said, if, if you want to know anything Queensryche, go to queensryche.com. All the links are there and all the news is there. And, um, you know, we hope to uh, see you in the future. Right on. Thank you very much, Michael. All right. Talk to you later. Bye-bye.
It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points. 